0: Hey, good afternoon, and welcome to At The Coffee Table podcast. I'm Jason Klink, your host. This is episode 16 of At The Coffee Table podcast, and with me today is uh, Candido Diaz, easy for me to say. Uh, Candido and I met through uh, the Instagram Power Method course uh, taught by Michelle Berman, Uh, small plug there, Uh, but we had met, networked through there with me being in real estate and Candido being a mortgage loan originator. Um, and the nice thing about Candido and his business is, you know, he, he's in Massachusetts, but he's a nationwide uh, mortgage loan originator. So I wanted to bring him on today and kind of talk uh, mortgages, home buying and anything else we can trip over. So Candido, thank you for joining me today. Thanks For having
1: me, Jason, much appreciated. And uh, I'll give another shout out to, to Michelle Berman. Uh, it was awesome, uh, yep. you know, getting to, to meet you and everybody on there. So, um, yeah. but thank you, thank you again for inviting me.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think through that course, we made some fantastic different connections all over the country. And oh, yeah, um, you know, kudos to Michelle for a fantastic social media marketing course that she puts on. Um, so why don't we start with, since we're at our virtual coffee table here, why don't you give everybody kind of a glimpse into your background and where you're at, and uh, we'll go from there.
1: Sure. So uh, again, Candido Diaz, mortgage loan originator uh, with Webster 5 here in Massachusetts. Um, I am nationally licensed, uh, so happy to help anybody uh, across this country, still waiting for that one deal in Hawaii. So I can try and convince my bosses to, uh, let me go to the closing.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, But, uh, but no, I've been in sales for, for 10 years, um, you know, in, in the, uh, banking industry for the past few years and specifically loan originating, uh, I just passed my two year anniversary last week. So it was fantastic in quarantine. Uh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But, um, but no, I, I absolutely love it. Um, you know, it's, I don't think it's, it's anything that somebody, uh, you know, dreams about being when, when they're a kid, nobody really says, Oh, I want to be a mortgage banker when I grow up. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, I, I fell into it and, um, no, right. I, I absolutely love it.
0: Great. Awesome. So with everything that's gone on from pre pandemic to current pandemic to what we're looking at post pandemic, um, what's your kind of 360 degree overview of the mortgage in- industry and how it directly reflects or, or or interacts with the real estate business?
1: So yeah, so um, you know I'd say that it's been a an absolute roller coaster. Um, to be honest with you, um, you know not to get into too specific, but I I told this story a few times uh, back in in March, uh, one of the first weeks in March, we we saw. Like for a thirty-year uh, conventional rate mortgage, uh, we saw it in the twos. By the end of that week, we saw it in the fours. Oh, right. So it's it's one of those things where you know you, you get constantly uh, people asking, "Well, what's the the rate going to look like uh, next week or tomorrow?" I'm like. Well, um, you know, considering this has never happened before, uh, right. It's it's been kind of interesting. It seems over the last, I'd say, few weeks, the market has seemed to stabilize a bit um, with rates actually kind of coming down uh, a little bit. So, you know, it, it's been, we're still historically low. Um, right. I'd say right now uh, you can find uh, rates even for a 30 year fixed in the probably somewhere low threes, um, in some cases, even high two. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, um, it may not be getting the, the press that it was last month, but right. uh, rates are extremely competitive right now.
0: And, and it's kind of the information that I've been trying to share with people that are, are buying a home or thinking about buying a home or even refinancing their home is the rates of where they are and how fantastic they are. And especially for home buyers that they have a lot more buying power at 3% than they do at four or
1: 5%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's going to make people qualify or, or not qualify. Um, right. And, you know, I'll give you another great example. My wife and I just, just bought a house in, in January. Uh, we had a, a great rate. And as of yesterday, I'm like uh, we can save three quarters of a point. That's um, what, four months later. Um, so we're refinancing. So it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's just, you know, you just have to pay attention to the market because it it changes daily.
0: Sure. Absolutely. And you know, it's, I've heard of people trying to time the market and they're and there's a lot of uncertainty right now anyways, given people have lost their jobs or they're furloughed or they're not sure where the next paycheck's coming. And, um, and then came about, you know, here in New York, they've done really what they've done is kind of rent forgiveness. The governor has uh, put out an executive order that people can't be evicted based on the fact they can't pay the rent. Um, But the same, on the same token, if people are having a tough time paying their mortgage now you got mortgage forbearance, when is it a good idea to apply for forbearance and when is it
1: not? So, I mean, You have to keep in mind um it's one of those things where it literally is going to vary from lender to lender bank to bank Uh, Mm. it's just one of those things that it's specifically up to each lender so you know it's it's something that's personal obviously everybody's situation is different so i'd say you know if, if you truly are having trouble making payments then you know it might be worth a call to to your lender just to see um, you know what your options are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think people are better off more having a direct line of uh, communication with their lender, yeah. saying things are tough. What can I do? Than just not paying it at all. Exactly,
1: because you know it's one of those things where. If you go to apply for a mortgage, um, and this is a, an absolute federal guideline, if you have a mortgage late on there within the past year, um, it's, it's a no-go. So, yeah. you know, there are some extreme circumstances, but um, for the most part, it's, it's always going to be a, a no. We have to wait until you have a, a clean full year. Uh, right, right. so yeah, it, that's absolutely right. Um, you know, it, an open line of communication, um, uh, yep. just be honest and, and upfront and, um, you know, that's the best that you can do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now getting out your crystal ball, do you, you know, depending on which guru or expert you listen to or read or watch depends on how big the doomsday is, but do you, can you foreshadow kind of a, a situation where, you're going to see more distressed properties, you know, come the end of 2020 or 2021. I don't see it yet yeah, from, from the real estate end of things. I like here in New York, I see that, you know, as things ease up and we start easing back into opening up and stuff and you know, real estate here in New York is in phase two. If, if we get to that point in June without any major hiccup, I think that the real estate market here is going to take off like a rocket ship. Um, but even with that and people still furloughed or have lost their jobs, do kind of foreshadow um, more distressed properties, properties in trouble, foreclosures and so on?
1: I mean, it's, it's hard to gauge. Um, I would say the same exact thing. Um, we're kind of, I've already prepared my family uh, and said, hey, um, this office of mine, it's going to get some pretty good use over these next few months. I really do think that the real estate market, um, not only you know here in the Northeast, for the most part across the country is is going to be kind of taken off over the, the summer months. You know, I kind of look at it as uh, it's, it's almost going to be spring market just pushed back and delayed yeah. almost right. um, a few months. And, you know, as far as distressed pro- properties and even, even different loan products, um, you know, as we kind of uh, first started and, and got into to this pandemic and, you know this quarantine lifestyle um you know you had some lenders who are are just kind of tightening their belts a great example of that would be with government loans um you know you kind of see uh, quite a few restrictions um like especially FHA uh, a lot of lenders will not accept anything uh for a credit score less than 660 right mm-hmm. now All right so. so we're we're starting to slowly see some of those restrictions come off but you know, I think it's it's really hard to say. Um, I think people are kind of cautiously optimistic in waiting to see the results of these these states uh, that are slowly opening back up.
0: Yeah, and it, and you, you had mentioned the restrictions on FHA, and I even read somewhere that it was almost seven hundred with some lenders for a credit score to be able to get into an FHA because of the re- no And so that's starting to ease a bit as far as. Cause I know a lot of first time home buyers are pushed into FHAs.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one of those things where um, I think there's, there's also a, a lack of education by, by certain lenders where, look, we, we also have uh 3% down uh, for conventional that's available right. as well. Right. So, you know, I, I, it's just a matter of what each lender has available. Um, as far as to answer your question about FHA uh, it's, it literally is just up to each lender. No. Um, it, it's it's just been interesting to watch. I, I've had um, you know some investors just say, yeah, no, we're we're not taking any cash out. Or uh, a big hit was to to jumbo loans. Um, there's not much out there for for jumbos right now, and you know that that's going to kind of weed out uh, a lot of people in our industry. I think um, whether it be you know, a realtor or a lender, um, just people who that's the type of business that they rely on and right. you don't have a backup plan. So.
0: Right. I, and I know, I, I know from the real estate end of things with buyers that have FHA pre-approvals, especially here in central New York, if you're going in, you, you're almost, you're, you're almost discounted right from the beginning. If with an FHA pre-approval going into a multiple offer situation because of you know, you, if you go up against a conventional with, with the same or better terms and, you know, better set up financially, you're almost losing right from the get go. And and just about every good or great home here in Central New York has multiple offer situations.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're kind of seeing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, though, that that has a, a lot to do with um, you want to make sure that you have a, a good realtor like yourself, uh, because that's where, you know yes, I can, I can say, and put on a piece of paper, this person qualifies, but it's the little things like, you know, um, I know, no realtors that I work with that, that write a letter and, and things like that. Right. Those little things, as you know, can go a long way. So sure. it's, yes, I, I do think the, the loan program, uh, sometimes can, you know, help or hinder. But, um, I also think that, um, you know, uh, it, it varies depend, depending on who the realtor is as well.
0: Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the pieces of, of content I did yesterday was talking about, was an idea that I got from another piece of social media content, but um, it talked about refinancing, and, we, and you had brought up refinancing the mortgage. Sure. Um, refinancing your mortgage, getting, a, a, you know, preferably a lower rate, taking out the equity that you may, or, that you may have in your home and using that as safe money you know like if you're having a tough time and and you're furloughed or whatever is to using the equity in your home and putting that money in a savings account in case the you know things are getting really tough and now you have that that nest egg to work off of
1: so yes um a couple things uh first uh, that i wanted to to kind of jump on is just remember if you are furloughed or if you are collecting unemployment you have to wait. Uh, you have to wait until at least a month uh, of of pay stubs that you have there to be able to to refinance. Um, okay. So that's something really important to know. Oh, that's good um, to know. Yeah, and, and as far as refinancing goes, um, yes, a lot of people are, are refinancing, and you're definitely not the first to, to bring up kind yeah. of taking cash out to to have just in case as a, like a nest egg. Um, I would also say, um, yes, it's important to take advantage of these low rates. Um, you know, I've had quite a few people take money out to pay off debt, different things like that. Just remember, um, you know with a with a, the rates being so low right now, uh, for example, credit cards, they're usually, a really high interest rate, um, student loans, um, tend to be at least six, 7% take advantage of how, how cheap it is to lend money right now, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't know when it's going to come back down like this. So, uh, you know, I think that's really important. then lastly, um, you know, it's definitely important to, uh, want to try and lower your rate, but I think, you know, another strategy would be see if you can reduce the amount of years that you have left on your mortgage. Mm-hmm. See, see what the, the monthly payment uh, is going to be. See if you can really reduce that. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can kind of help yourself. And that's where it's really important to, to really speak with a lender.
0: Yeah. And, you know, kind of where I was coming from with that, as I, I watched a webinar that was done through um, my financial advisors company, and they were talking about ways, listen, this is an opportune time to, to, to pay off, you know, lower your overall overhead at right. home, you know, and it could be if you have two cars and you're not driving right now, take one of them off the road, you yep. know, um, take that money and save it for, you know, a rainy day. Or if you need, you know, living expenses, um, refinancing uh, s- such as that, and just doing everything you kind to kind of tighten up the belt. Um, because the situation per, has presented all these unique, unique opportunities, and and I think that, you know, people were, people were frightened, uh, rightly so, at the beginning of March, and, and not knowing what direction, because everything you know, the brakes got hit on everything, right. and those things ease up, um, and they people start kind of dipping their toes back in the in the real estate market. Um, it, home is still. Like, and I've tried to educate everybody that I've talked to on, this is not 2008. 2008 right. was caused by the financial and real estate markets. They caused this with subprime lending and dirty deals and, and so on. This, this right now, this recession, this financial crisis is caused by a health reason that was self-imposed. The financial recession was self-imposed because they had to keep everybody at home. So it's a very, it's a, it's a very different times you know two different decades, so to say.
1: exactly. And you know I've been hearing a lot of things that um, yes, 2008 the the housing crisis, that's what caused the, the uh, caused everything in, in 2008. right now uh, the the housing industry could actually carry us through everything. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard that in multiple places yep, me um, too I think it's it's important to note just what we are saying right now. Um, you could take advantage, take advantage of the time to, yeah, you can take a a car off the road. Uh, you're seeing some insurance agencies actually give money back because people aren't, aren't driving as much. Um, Right, you know, take advantage of, of everything that's, that's going on. Um, as far as putting yourself into a better financial situation. Um, because let's face it, yes, we, we, are all hoping for, uh, you know, to, to get back to what normal looks like, but what, what is normal going to look like? Yeah. (laughs) What's normal anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, let's obviously this is uh, the effects of this is going to last for who knows, at at least the next year, maybe even longer. So to put yourself into a better financial situation, I think is extremely important at this point. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Uh what is your best advice or best tips for home buyers right now?
1: Yeah, so honestly, to to get prepared. Um, if you're able to go ahead and um, you know, you're you're lucky enough to, to be able to work from home or, or still be working and um you know want to get pre-approved, wanted wanna to, to speak with a lender, um, want to speak with a realtor, I think now is the time to it's extremely important to be prepared. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the the recent videos I just did was on how, you know, at least around here, uh, some, some sellers aren't even letting you into the house uh, right. without being like pre qualified pre approved. They need to yep. see the actual letter beforehand before they even let you view the home, Yep. which as you know, that's just, it's so, it's such an interesting time. Yes. But I mean, you can't, you can't blame them because right. obviously with, with everything going on. So I, I think first and foremost, um, whether it be in a lot of people have this debate, whether you should speak to the realtor or the lender first, what came first, the chicken or the egg. But, um, I think they, they really do go, go hand in hand. Um, yeah. you can speak to a realtor first and, I'm, I'm okay with that. But Mm -hmm. before you start going to see homes, uh, especially for even the realtor's sake, you want to make sure you're working with somebody that's qualified. Um, It's important that they, they do speak with the lender. um, Just to make sure that you're, you're organized, you know exactly what your price range is. And um, you know, just, just to, to take this opportunity, and make sure that you have all your ducks in a row
0: before mm-hmm.
1: you kind of go out there and um you know get started
0: yeah and it goes along the lines of a lot of the content that i put out a lot of the advice and, and that i've given buyers of mine is it's fun to go look at homes at least pre-pandemic it was you know it's so it's fun to go look at homes and go to right. our homes and whatever um but it's getting up to that point. And a lot of, a lot of folks want to start at the middle point and not start at the beginning point. And you could think that, and I've had this conversation a number of times that you could think that you qualify for $200,000 and then you go to talk to a mortgage lender and you only qualify for 180 or less, or maybe it's more, maybe you can get more house and, and you actually qualify for 225.
1: Absolutely. I've seen it work both ways. Yeah. So it's, yeah, no, it's, it's important to, to, to really know. Uh, yeah. Especially right now, you don't want to be guessing on anything. You you want to know these are the facts. This is what yep. I qualify for. You don't yep. want to be exactly looking at a two hundred thousand dollars house when you don't have a chance at at getting it.
0: Right. So right, and so and, and I mean here where we are, and I'm sure it's pretty similar where you are is. Yes, most of the sellers want to see a pre-approval or pre-qualification before you even look at the house. And then they want you to drive by first and then look at the pictures or the the YouTube video that was created. And then maybe you'll get a walkthrough. Right. Um, and, you know, it it's a serious time. So all this stuff has to be in place. And prior to this, I would have buyers that, you know, I, I always ask them, "Come, let's do a, a, a buyer's, uh, you know, kind of an education series. Let us let me educate you on the going on home buying and so on. No, no, no. Let's just, you know, I'll go get my, I'll go get my pre-qualification, but I want to look at, okay, fine. And then you start going through the process. You're like, okay, what's next? Well, if we sat down down (laughs) in the beginning, I would have explained all this to you. So you weren't surprised.
1: And that's Uh, why it's, it's important to, to work with somebody that, that works in this industry full-time, as you know, especially you really can't be kind of a a part-time lender. Um, You can, but it's probably not recommended definitely can be a part-time realtor. And I think, you know, it's, it's important to work with somebody that's qualified that does this for a living and knows what the heck they're doing. So, you know, if they, they go to you and, you know, they sit down with you, I know that they're educated as a lender. That's, that's invaluable because I know I'm not just getting anyone I know that they, they're coming to me from you because you've already kind of walked them through a little bit of the process. Right, And I would go ahead and, and kind of do the same thing. Okay. This is what we need from you. This is, this is how we can get you to, to qualify for the loan. Okay. Now, now's the fun part. Now you get to go out and, and find the uh, the home of your dreams.
0: Right. Right. Um, Yeah. You know, this is super great advice for anybody that's, Looking for a home to buy, looking to refinance, looking at mortgages. You know, I, I I tell people I've talked to that you know you you may not be ready right now for whatever reason. You you weren't even pre-pandemic. You weren't ready to buy this year. You you know you weren't ready to sell this year. But to keep an eye on the market because you know things change and it's so fluid that you know all of a sudden mortgage rates shoot up and now you're not getting the same benefits as somebody is right now because they were ready ready to buy or sell or whatever right now. Right. Um, but it may change your mode of thinking and your plans. If all of a sudden we're going from 3% and now it's five and a half percent and, you know, um, just to keep it, cause timing it is, is near impossible, but educating yourself and keeping an eye on it and, and talking to, to professionals within the industry, um, you know, really sets, sets our
1: folks up for success. Absolutely. That, I really don't have much to add. That was, that was perfect. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's just you know preparation is, right. is everything. So right. you know the more prepared you are, the better it is. Whether it's it's to, to go purchase a home or even to, to refinance, because you know I get a lot of um, you know uh, couch economists who think that they have everything absolutely figured out. and Right. Absolutely, I applaud uh, applaud you for for doing so, but. I can't tell you how many times I just get absolutely screamed at from telling somebody, okay, this is what the rate is right now. And then they'll call back tomorrow wanting the same rate. Sometimes it's just the the market is very tough to figure out right now. And, you know, it's, it's all about just like I said, it's all about timing. So if I have everything, you know, and we're prepared so that way, as soon as that, that rate hits exactly where you want it to be, Boom! We can go ahead and and move forward.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think that, and and I always, I always bring up to people that you know I I listened to all the experts and the gurus and the talking heads last year, and they predicted that you know mortgage rates were going up; they were going over five percent by the end of 2019, (laughs) and things the the real estate market was shifting, and none of that happened. None of it. the, The rates went down. The market stayed the same. It stayed the same coming into this year and you know the home values were going to equal out but they've they've gone up 5.7% and or more in in some cases around here anyway since last year none of it was
1: right <laughs> it's it, yeah it's it's hard to predict i remember um i think it was around thanksgiving of 2018 um uh, yeah we were locking people in at like you know over 5% somewhere in the fives uh for you know 30 year fixed and by the end of 2019 and even now, um, it's considerably lower. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's so hard. It, the, the so-called experts, um, especially right now don't really know. They can give you an idea, but yeah. it's just an idea until, right. you know, we actually go through it.
0: Yeah. Generalizations all over the place. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, Candido, I, I thank you for your time today. I, the, the, the information is invaluable. Um, how do, how would people connect with you? How would they find you? Um, if they wanted to uh, look you up?
1: Sure. So, um, you know, I'm sure we can, uh, give you the, the information, but you can, uh, look me up either on Instagram or, or Facebook, uh, Candido Diaz on Instagram. My handle is Candid Mortgage Guy. Um, uh, I have no shame. So, uh, you know, feel free to, to hit me up on uh, either one of those and uh, I'll be happy to help. And, you know, it doesn't need to be somebody that uh, is wants absolutely needs a mortgage. Uh, just anybody with any general questions. Uh, I'm always happy to to help you.
0: At the very least, follow Candido on Instagram. He puts out fantastic content, a lot of educational stuff when it comes to to financial, the financial end of home buying and and so on. So, um, you know, check them out, especially on Instagram. Great content there. Uh, Candido, thanks again. And as always, thank you for everyone that uh, watched us here at the virtual coffee table. Uh, at the coffee table, we, we pull up our chairs and talk about everything and anything and try to come up with some great solutions for everyone. If you would like, comment, share, share it with anyone that you think might get any value out of it. Uh, and follow me on YouTube and my YouTube channel where this video will be posted and um, several other uh, real estate related and business related videos are located. And with that, everybody have a great day. Thanks Jason. Thank you.